This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 715, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, October the 2nd. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 715. It's our comic reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, October the 2nd. I'm having uh, fun technical difficulties as we record, so I just recorded the first couple minutes of the show and then realized it had stopped recording, which was super fun. Um, So uh, this is coming to you about 10 days after these books came out, so before we can fully appreciate and enjoy the books that came out on the 9th, let's take one last look at the books that came out on the 10th. Uh, or sorry, on the second, I should say. So, uh, books I won't be talking about, but at least wanted to put a kind of a spotlight on that came out uh, include new issues of Young Justice, The Punisher, um, Superman Up in the Sky, Marvel Comics, A Thousand and One came out, Old Man Quill, uh, Ghost Rider, uh, Immortal Hulk, Daredevil, Contagion Champions, Black Cat, and Bizarre Adventures. So those books all came out. What am I talking about today, though? I'm talking about Absolute Carnage, The Immortal Hulk, number one. This is written by... Uh, Al Ewing, the regular writer of Mortal Hulk, and it's illustrated by Philippe Andrade. Um, it takes place after Absolute Carnage number three, or really concurrent with the end of it. I, to be honest, was not a big fan of the art in the story. It was serviceable enough, but I found it was not quite that well detailed and kind of a little sketchy at times. Um, but the story I found to be fascinating uh, to really explain what's going on in Hulk's mind as he merges with the Venom symbiote at the end of Absolute Carnage number three. So this was really interesting and entertaining. Um, I just wish they'd gotten a better artist for the book. Um, story-wise, I thought it was great. It was got a lot of depth. It was an interesting you know, kind of idea. It was kind of building on that classic um, uh, Incredible Hulk issue where Peter David had all the different Hulks kind of sitting down together and then end up deciding to become the merged Hulk. So uh, it's definitely echoing a great story. Very entertaining here. I just wish the art was more up to the task. I would give this more like a four out of five for a story and a three, maybe two and a half for art. Um, So that's going to bring it all down to 6.5. Next book that I'll be talking about is Batman number 80. Um, this was surprising to me just because the art is so different um, compared to what we were getting previously in the storyline. You still have Tom King writing. It's ostensibly City of Bane number f- six, but again, I have issues with that numbering just because the last couple issues had nothing to do with City of Bane and all about you know Batman recovering and doing his own thing, which just it, it felt like a weird way to kind of stop the you still had the character narrative but in terms of plot progression at least what's going on in gotham we kind of lost that and i don't know how i appreciated that uh but here we go back to gotham and now we have batman and catwoman have returned uh but we have different artists we have johnny Vita jr on pencils and klaus jensen on inks but although i do have to say this felt like john Vita jr had time to make it really sing like there's pages here that are just exquisite. The detail, um, there's no one who does, you know, kind of rain scenes in the way that rain kind of fucks off of people quite like John Amita Jr. So this was thrilling. Um, the art was, again, really entertaining and, and, and really on point. Some great sequences here as Batman returns and kind of takes out a bunch of the bad guys. Um, this was great. And I thought Tom King was doing a great job on the story and... You know, it wasn't filled with too much exposition or dialogue. It was a lot of, you know, action and intense, you know, kind of feelings of building up to a crescendo, um, which I definitely felt. The art was great um, and very solid stuff. I would actually give this, 
trying to think. I, I think I'm going to do this like an eight and a half. It's so close to a nine. You know, I, I think I'm just giving it, I'm needlessly bringing it down. I'm just going to give it a nine. I actually really enjoyed it. The, the difference in artists did take me aback, but I thought that it was exquisitely well done. And it was great art by John Wooder Jr. Like, he can run hot or cold, or you can run hot and cold on his art because sometimes it's so good. It looks like he spent a lot of time on it and had time to really flesh out everything and make it really good. And there's other times where I feel like it's more evident that maybe it was rushed or there's other other work he was doing, and maybe that's unfair, but, you know, just, you know, if you spend more time with the artwork, generally, it hopefully will yield a better product, and I feel like that's what happened here. Last but not least, and this is a short episode today, is House of X, number six of six, ending the this miniseries. But again, there's two miniseries that are one. So Powers of Ten comes out in the ninth. I've already read it at this time. Um, this continues to be, again, really thrilling and interesting. The art is fantastic. Uh, this art is in particular by Pepe Larraz with Marte Garcia and David Curiel on color. I think I saw something on Twitter about Garcia was like in the hospital and he couldn't quite get all the color done on his own. He was kind of bummed about it, but he was definitely doing what he could even when he was at uh, in the hospital. And uh, you had virtual calligraphies, Clayton Cowles on letters, Tom Muller on design. Uh, this is just really fantastic and interesting as we have the Quiet Council of Krakoa meeting and meeting out the, kind of the, the, the three main rules um, that govern people who are on Krakoa. Um, I have to say, the Raz, the, the interpretation and illustration of Sabretooth is perhaps the best looking that Sabretooth has been in like years, like almost decades. Like he looks so awesome here. I don't know what it is, but there's something about the way in which the art looks that like Sabretooth looks menacing. He looks cool. Um, I'm almost sad that he's kind of you know this first victim uh, to the to the Quiet Council because he's so cool. I want to see him back. And yeah, this is fascinating. Uh, there's so much subtext. We have the all the mutants celebrating. You have interesting kind of panel work because you have you know Cyclops and Jean celebrating having a beer that they're given to given by uh, Wolverine. You have uh, Jean taking a beer over to Emma and then kind of. Like that's interesting. You have Havoc and Cyclops sharing a moment. It's very interesting. You have Apocalypse kind of set a, set aside from the rest, and then amongst it all, you have uh, Xavier and Magneto standing together, and all these fireworks going off behind them. And Magneto just says, "Just look at what we have made." And man, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if this doesn't grab you and say, like, you need to, you know, open your eyes and care about where the X Men are going. Like this is a big, brash, bold statement of intent. And I, for one, am super excited to see what comes next uh, in the new X-Men book that's also by Jonathan Hickman. I'm, I, I can only hope that all the other creators who are involved in all the different Dawn of X books can can, can keep the same level of quality. And maybe it's impossible, but um, damn if these two miniseries haven't been exciting and thrilling and really you know, leading you to a new place. It's It's tremendously exciting to see where we might be going next. Uh, that is our episode for today. Taking a quick look at uh, what's coming out on the 9th, or what has come out on the 9th, I will for sure be talking about Absolute Carnage, Morales, Morales number 3, and Amazing Spider-Man 31, as well as Powers of 10 uh, number 6. Uh, so those I'll be for sure talking about. I might hopefully be talking about Batman's the Batman's Grave. Uh, there's also issue of The Flash coming out. Um, there's Joker, You're the Villain. Uh, there's Joker, Harley, Criminal Sanity. Uh, there's Hawkman. 
Um, anyways, Event Leviathan has issue 5 or 6. i got to get caught up on that. So there's a bunch of good stuff coming out, uh, and we'll be talking about some of those issues on our next episode. Uh, thanks again for downloading this episode. You can reach me at uh, comicshenanigans at gmail.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.